Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. And welcome to the show. <laughs> Happy Wednesday, everybody. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a Wednesday. <laughs> like, it that's, has, that's what I'm saying. It has surely been a Wednesday. It's I mean, not a Wednesday on when we're recording. Yeah. But, oh my goodness, it's been a long day. Yeah. Guys, I'll just go ahead and give you my life update. I have mm-hmm. um, eight official cavities. <laughs> I did not go to the dentist since 2018 <laughs> until today. And it is now 2021. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just, um, this is your friendly reminder to go to the dentist. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm actually going tomorrow. So, yeah, good. I'm, I'm so glad. I hope you don't have any cavities. I know. Yeah. I used to like never get them when I was a kid. No, I would always get them. Literally, when oh. I was a kid, they were like, I have like something with my gums, some gum disease that makes it like mm-hmm. easier to get cavities. Every single time I went, I had a cavity, at least one. Oh, geez. So, yeah. See, I, I was going to say some people are more prone to it, but mm-hmm. me. Of yeah, course, it would sucks. be me. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. Taylor has all the problems. I do. Um, but in less sad news, happy birthday to ryan who is savannah's brother yeah he is probably not listening to this I no mean, he's not he is, but, but if he is. yeah it's his birthday today um i mean this episode is coming out a week later so his birthday's on november 11th so happy birthday ryan happy birthday ryan okay also, we're actually going oh, oh go ahead you go ahead yeah we're, we're going bowling this weekend <gasps> to celebrate wow that's gonna be so fun i well you know mm-hmm. we love bowling well, I maybe know. they yeah, don't know, so, but if you don't know, me and Savannah love bowling. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I win every time. We much. are. I'm. We're so bad. Like, we're so bad. Um, no, I'm good. Nope. We're so bad, all of us. <laughs> we're so bad, but I'm the best <laughs> out of the bad ones. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Um, it's not good. But anyways, I'll tell you the results next next episode. Yeah, good. I'm going to... Is it your whole family going? Yeah. I'm going to guess that Adriana's going to win. Shout out to Adriana. You think so? Yes. Ryan said that he won with his friends last time he oh. went, so, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's going to be a challenge. Okay, well, we need to know the answer, so mm-hmm. you better remember. Yeah. Um, also, oh, yeah, I will. me and Savannah both saw Eternals, and yes. y'all oh need to God. go see that movie. Point blank, period. Yes. It was amazing. I, for- I kind of forgot I even saw it. <laughs> well, I just saw it last night, so it's very fresh in my yeah. brain. It's amazing. My The love of my entire life... Um, Harry Styles is in it for a little clip. Spoiler alert. Not really. I don't care. Um, I feel like everybody knows Everybody that, knows. Especially if you're a fan yes. of Harry. So it was amazing to see him on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Mm. I feel like it would have been better if I didn't know. Oh, it would have been. I saw him oh, pop up. Actually, be like, <gasps> I'm glad that I knew because if I did not, if I didn't know and that happened, I would have pooped my pants in that movie theater seat. I would have like projectile vomit. I would have been way, way, way too excited. So yeah, I was already, yeah, I, would, I already I screamed. Like we, I would have been in shock. Literally, everybody in the theater screamed when he came out. It was amazing. My theater wasn't as hype. That's so sad. It was completely sold out when I went. So it was, it was very hype to see it in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, go see it, y'all. It's amazing. But um, mm-hmm. also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, please. And if you're listening on Spotify, sometimes we add little questions or polls or fun things, little games, but only on Spotify. So check those out, too, if mm-hmm. you're a Spotify listener. But other than that, I don't really have any more intro topics. Yeah, either do I. Let's get into the stories. Yes. So this week I have a story for you about a creature slash possible ghost but we're just gonna Mm. go with creature for one um the goat man goat man why do i feel like the goat man would be garrett (laughs) yeah honestly (laughs) (laughs) no i mean once i like describe it and everything no but just like the name of it (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay so there are like a lot of variations of this story so i was like when i was doing this i was like getting a little confused too yeah because he's in a lot of states too like throughout the country but the main one um is in maryland okay so we're gonna start with that one 
Um, so the goat man is a goat human hybrid. Goat man. Sorry, I had to make mm-hmm. him a song. Yeah. Um, and he's said to have a human face and body covered in hair. Mm-hmm. And he's like six to eight feet tall. Oh. So pretty tall. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people say that it looks like a, ha- a hairy human. And others say that it has like a lower half of a goat, like a fawn Okay. in Greek mythology. So either Bigfoot or that guy from Narnia. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But scarier. <laughs> yeah. And very tall. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Um, so this one lives in the woods of Prince George's County in Maryland. Um, and just lives in the woods in, like, a makeshift shelter. Like he just made it himself? Yeah. Wow. I guess so. A craftsman. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he doesn't have, like, a house. It's just, like, a little shelter out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the first report was in 1957. So this is, like, an old story. Um, and... The Goatman story became popularized in 1971 after there was, like, a disappearance of a dog in the area. Um, the dog's name was Ginger. Ginger. Um, and she was a shepherd mix. Mm. So, really cute. But you're going to hate me for saying that she's so cute and then so saying not. this. But <laughs> the dog was found decapitated. Oh, my God. Yeah. Pretty sad. Rest in peace um, to Ginger. I know. Um, people say, people obviously say it was the goat man, but it also <laughs> could have been just hit by a train that went by. Oh my gosh. That's so, awful either way. Yeah. But also, okay, they say it could have gotten hit by a train, but how is that just going to decapitate you and not just like squish you? Whole? I feel like the only way that would be possible is if the dog was laying on the track with its head i'm really not trying to be that graphic but right right <laughs> you know what i'm saying i don't know yeah. it sounds a little bit unreasonable for the train story to be true but honestly i don't know yeah but like a giant um half <laughs> man half goat seems a little unreasonable too so like no, i think that way. one seems more reasonable to me, personally oh, okay, okay yeah <laughs> um but people thought it was him because the goat man is said to like run around with the axe so they're like oh well obviously he came up and hit yeah with the axe yeah yeah um so he said to because of this people are like oh well he kills dogs in the woods you know (laughs) yeah um and he also is said to run up to cars on the road and like hit them with the axe too oh the cars or the people both but like the cars first Mm. that's really scary (laughs) yeah um, yeah. So, people, like, around this time, people started to, like, call the police, too, for, like, reported sightings, but a lot of them were just pranks. Oh, I hate that. So. Because, like, then how are you supposed to know if it's real or not? That, that, that's right. so annoying. Like, that's not a funny prank, either. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, it is maybe a little bit, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't I lie. Know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so there's, like, a little bit of backstory to the goat man. Um, goat man. It, um, see, the backstory doesn't make full sense just because the first report was in 1957, right? Mm-hmm. But this story is more of, like, in the 70s when it started to get popular. Oh, okay. So, some say that the goat man was once... He was either once a scientist himself or he was an experiment of a scientist. Oh, sure. Um, At the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center. And he was doing an experiment on goats. um, And he fused the DNA of a goat and a human. Okay, that is... It sounds a little Frankenstein-y, but it's... I mean, it's believable, I feel like. Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> um, so the story is uh, he mutated into a goat or like a half goat, half man. And the creature got free and started living in the forest right near the facility. Oh. Um, 
and uh, after this, like, it started to get really popular, popular that this was the story, and people, like, fully believed it. The USDA had to, like, make a statement denying that they created a creature. What? <laughs> like, people actually believed it? Yeah. No, yeah. People did. And, uh, the, the facility itself made a statement saying that they hadn't even, like, had goats in the facility for years, so they're like, how are we gonna make a goat? man (laughs) if we don't even have goats i mean they i don't know they could have them elsewhere right i mean maybe (laughs) i just think it's kind of funny that like when agencies and stuff like they have to get involved in these like (laughs) urban legends and stuff they're like guys it's not real okay but like that's exactly what they would say if they were having you're gonna say that too like it is though yeah i mean it it could really go either way yeah. I mean, knows. personally, if I made a goat man in my <clears throat> science lab, I would be like, I have never even heard of a goat. What is that? I've never heard of a goat. No. <laughs> never seen one in my yeah, life. Maybe. Um yeah. So that is one one theory that he was made in a lab, which, you know, plausible. Mm-hmm. Uh there is other theories that he was just a hermit in the woods. Um and he would just be seen walking alone at night and people made up a story that he was half goat. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's another story that he was a goat farmer that went crazy because teens were, like, killing his goats. So he, like, went after them in revenge. Um, and I don't really know if this guy, like, was half goat or not or if he was just crazy and yeah. a farmer. And mm-hmm. that's, I don't know. Yeah, those sounds so, like pretty typical like legends that little yeah. town folk would have. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is another like part of this legend that has to do with like you know how in like old movies they had like lovers lane like where you would just drive and like oh, yeah. park. <laughs> oh yes. So the the road near where like the woods that um the goat man like lives right was fletcher town road and this is where like teens would go to like park and stuff and um and (laughs) and there's a story that two teens were parked in their car and they heard a noise so the guy he left to go investigate and the girl she waited and no that's so dumb and like just kept waiting but he never came back but eventually, the girl just left. Like, she, nothing happened to her. She, she just left and ended up coming back the next day. She's like, okay, well, where is he? I need to look for him. Um, but here's where it gets really bad. Um, she found his severed head no, hanging in the trees. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, um, I was going to say that was dumb of them to, like, separate and not be together. But mm, no, just kidding. Because yeah, she would not I mean, have survived that. It it turns out fine for him, her. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. She found that, and that's sort of where the story ends with that one. I'm guessing she, if this is real, she probably like went to the police or something. Yeah, for sure. But um. Yeah. So teenage couples would like park their cars and. They say, like, oh, you got to watch out for the goat man because he's going to come out and, like, slash your tires so you can't leave. Ooh, that's scary. Um, and then rip you no- to a million pieces. <laughs> I feel like that's also something so, they were just saying. So, like, to try to keep them, like, teenagers from going to the lover's lane. Yeah. No, exactly. That's what I have here. Uh, that's, like, it, it was such a popular trope in movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it probably was just to, like get them to not do that yeah i mean that would have scared me probably i don't know that probably would have made me want to go even more but <laughs> i'm crazy so mm-hmm. i mean you are a little bit so yeah <laughs> um so there are some like more real sightings like those that i said were sort of like urban legend type sure. sightings not really like real sightings So, in 1963, a woman and her husband were on a walk in a wooded area, like, in near where uh, he was spotted before, and they heard some 
cracking noises, but ignored it. Um, and then they kept hearing it and ended up turning around or something and saw, like, a terrifying creature that was half man, half goat. Oh. Um, but right when they saw him, he, he ran away. Oh. So. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> nothing really happened there. Uh, and then in 1971, a goat man was seen eating a pig in the woods. Oh. Was, uh, gross. Very gross. Mm-hmm. Um, the farmer who saw him, he, like, walked closer to see if the man, like, see if what he was seeing was real, right? Yeah. But he got closer and the goat man just ran away again. Uh, okay. So, like, it seems like he's not really that scary. He just runs away. Right. He's scared of the yeah, regular he's people. he's not scary. He's scared. Yeah. Maybe that kind of leads me to believe, like, what if this guy is just, like, a hermit? Yeah. And, like, just and it can't, it like, up. shave himself. Like, maybe he is, like, really hairy, you know? And yeah. he just, like, lives out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. Um, so there's another one. Uh, in September of 1976, uh, the staff of Woodmore Country Club in Woodmore, Maryland, saw what they say was a beast um, outside of the club. Oh, outside of the club. <laughs> the nice. country club. Oh, the country club. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because it's the staff of a country club mm-hmm. outside the club. Um, so they saw the goat man. And they claimed that there were, like, bones scattered all around him. Oh. When they saw him. Mm-hmm. Um, so they obviously, like, ran away. They're like, we don't want to be near this. Yeah, obviously. Um, so they hid from him. And... Uh, they like hoped that he would run away too, and he did. So, oh well, good. <laughs> it was good. It's becoming a theme for him, right? I know. Um, there are still like periodic sightings of the goat man, um, and it's like still a story people use to like keep their kids out of the woods. And there's some people who fully believe that this creature is like out there. Mm-hmm. Um. And it could, I feel like it could be, like, a Bigfoot, like, creature. Yeah, definitely. Especially since it's so tall. Yeah, like, what if this is just Bigfoot? Right. Like, I don't know what makes it, like, a goat. Maybe it has horns or something? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Goat man! That's all I know. That's his theme song, and I feel like he would love it. Yeah, honestly, Maybe. We should ask He'd him. just be running away. True. Um, <laughs> so I said before that the goat man story is like in several states. Like it's all over the country for mm-hmm. some reason. But like not even the same one, I don't think. Yeah, well it couldn't be. There have to be yeah, m- many goat men. No, I mean like not even the same story. Like I don't know, Bigfoot oh. is like a story that's yeah. the same thing. Oh, that's weird. Um so I w- when I was like looking this up, I came across this probably like the second most popular one, which is the goat man that's in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna talk about that one a little bit too. Okay. Um, but there's also some. There's one in Louisiana, I think, and um, I don't remember the other one. Okay, so is this like a goat family, or do you think these are just completely non-related? They're like not related. That's crazy. There's just goat people out there. Yeah. So I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, maybe they're connected, but I couldn't really see a connection. Yeah. Uh, so this one. The goat man in Texas uh, haunts the old Alton Bridge um, in haunts? Texas. Yeah, he haunts a bridge. He haunts it. Yeah, see, that's why I said in the beginning he's like a creature slash a ghost because I don't really know this one. It could be like more like a ghost situation. Or it could just be the ghost of the goat man. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. That's crazy. I would love to meet a goat man's ghost. Yeah. It's either that or it's an actual creature ghost man. Yeah. (laughs) So, because there's like different stories with this too. I'll, I'll tell you. Um, Okay, so the bridge that he haunts, or he lives at, I don't know, they call it 
Goatman's Bridge, but it was, it's actually called the Old Alton Bridge because it connected two cities, Alton and Denton. Um, but like now Alton isn't even a city anymore and cars can't go across the bridge because it's like not structurally good enough for that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not really used anymore. It's just used for like pedestrians. You can still walk across it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the goat man lives there uh, and they say that he has glowing eyes and goat horns. Oh. Um, so yeah, that's already different from the other one. They didn't even mention that with the other one. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, I would assume he would have that too, but I don't know. Uh, and people have, like, practiced rituals on this bridge, too, and, uh, there's, like, a a theory that somebody brought something in from, like, another world by doing a ritual. Oh. Because, you know, the the connection with, like, the devil and goat horns and stuff. That's what I was, actually, I was was waiting for you to finish, but that's what I was going to say is, like, I feel like these versions of the goat man honestly sound like people's portrayal of the devil. Because, uh-huh. like, some people even say, like, he, like, the devil himself is a goat man. Mm-hmm. So, I like, don't really understand that, though. Like, why a goat? I don't know. I really <laughs> don't know. Like, are goats that evil? <laughs> I, 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 apparently they are. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, people still do rituals on the bridge, too. So if you go there at night, like, it can be kind of scary just because there's, like, not even because of the paranormal activity and, like, creatures, but just because of the other people. Who yeah. There. I feel like that's, like, so. the worst part about any scary place Yeah, is, like, the true. other real live people. Yeah. No, definitely. And this is really sad, but I'm, I'm going to tell you anyways. So... Because of these rituals, pet stores around the area stopped selling cats. Oh, my God. Because people kept, like, sacrificing them. Oh, my God. Well, at least I stopped selling them. Mm Mm-hmm. But that is absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. I know. Like, I don't even want to think about it. No. It's so sad. Um, So, there is also a story that the goat man was... This is this is the story of like how he's he could be a ghost, right? Okay. So there was an African American goat herder who lived right by the bridge. Um and these clansmen mm-hmm. uh came and killed him on the bridge. Wow. So the story is now he haunts the bridge. Oh, okay. But there is no, like, real historical record of, like, this farmer existing. hmm But, I mean, I don't know. Are, like, the records just not there? Or? Right. I feel like I feel like records are just not there ever, pretty much. So. I know. Like, even, even, like, nowadays with computers, sometimes you Literally. still can't find stuff. Exactly. Like, like yeah. I, I mean, that probably happened anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, even before computers and stuff, like, how are you going to keep good records? Like, I don't know. Exactly. It's, like, a a weird thing, because I feel like I never really believe it when they're like, oh, there was no record of it. Exactly. Like, okay, sir, all the town halls with all the records would always, oh, suspiciously catch on fire, and then mm-hmm. all the records would be gone. Yeah. No, and especially since my, like, my job, yeah. <laughs> my actual real job, um, is like record keeping. Mm-hmm. So like I know that there can be stuff that's exactly. just not recorded. <laughs> exactly. So anyways, that could be what is haunting the bridge. True. Um so in that case he's not half goat, half person. He's just a goat man because he was a goat goat herder. Goat herder, yeah. He was actually a goat man. Yeah. So could be that. Um uh, so the guys from BuzzFeed Unsolved actually went to this bridge <laughs> and I watched this one. <laughs> for like the third week in a row. <laughs> I know, I know, shout out. Um, there, so like, I got a few, few things from them. Um, they got to the bridge and sort of just like did little investigating things, you know, typical. Um, there were apparently like, 
reports of like somebody screaming get off the bridge no way and people have heard like hooves running towards them oh that's so scary mm-hmm. yeah nothing like that really happened um while they were there that they got on camera yeah unfortunately um and they did actually try to summon the goat man because they they like knock three times on the bridge and he's supposed to come Mm -hmm. did he come um i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) darn yeah nothing really happened but they did walk like around the bridge in like the forested area sort of and they heard you could hear a few screams in the background Ew, that's creepy but it was probably just other people around the area yeah yeah it could be um, and there was also, like, rustling in the bushes. Ew. Heck no. That's so scary. Yeah. Scary. Probably just a rabbit, um, but nonetheless scary. I know. I know. Um, and uh, they also used, like, a spirit box. You know, the I hate that, like... spirit boxes with a burning <laughs> passion. I hate them. But, yes, I know what they are. <laughs> They're Why like little boxes like that transmit radio waves and apparently if there's like a ghost or energy around, they'll use like the radio waves to take whatever words are on the radio and speak through the the radio. Yeah. But the reason I hate them is that in like when you turn them on, it's just full static. So all you hear is just this loud static and then it'll be like meat grinder, like random words. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, you're right. And you're it's right. just so loud and it just annoys me. <laughs> And I just don't really believe in it also, which yeah. is saying a lot coming from me who believes just about anything. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, I mean. the not Let's just ignore the fact that I hate the spirit box. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't fully believe in this either because I don't really understand how it's work, how it works. Yeah. But. Same. I don't know. But they did hear through the spirit box um, Goatman. Oh. Um, Bridge. Okay. And Steve. <laughs> okay. Okay. That is so really then, weird that they heard Goatman. That is yeah. super strange. Yeah. So they um they obviously had to name the Goatman Steve after Oh, that. of course. Of course. Um and then they also used a Ouija board. Oh my goodness. On, on the bridge. <laughs> um and they put like a ring of salt around themselves. Yeah. But like obviously like keep spirits out so they had to like break off a little piece (laughs) oh my goodness then it's pointless you know yeah um but they like sort of got it to like slide over a little bit to the letter s and then like they were like oh my god steve (laughs) um but other than that it didn't really do anything so dang Unfortunately, no real evidence of the goat man in that Other episode. Than Steve. Um yeah. But yeah, I mean that's that's what I got about the goat man. Um I don't know which goat man I like better. I feel like uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I hmm me neither. I like both goat men, actually. Um mm-hmm. I like the, the one, one that runs <laughs> no well because doesn't he run away? Yeah. Or so like Yeah, see the story is that he carries an axe, but like in real life in real life he runs away. Seen him, yeah. He runs away, yeah. See like he he's I feel like he's the chill goat man, but I yeah. feel like the bridge goat man would be more fun. Like Steve. Like Steve would be more oh, fun. Oh, yeah, probably. So, that's my opinion <laughs> on the goat man. <laughs> yeah, I I definitely agree on that. <laughs> we love that. Well, <clears throat> that was crazy. I have never heard of the goat man before. So, Yeah, honestly me either. I don't I think I saw it on, like, a random post, and I was like, ooh, I'm, I definitely have to do that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. That was crazy. And you know what else is crazy? Hmm. We just have so many similarities in our stories all the time. <laughs> oh, and no. I won't mention it up front, but you'll see when we get there. So I just had to throw that one out there yet again. I'm, I'm going to wait for a goat to come along. Okay, there's no goats. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. But <laughs> anyways... <laughs> This week, I am covering a legend that actually um, one of my friends told me about that I had never heard of. Um, shout out, Rachel. And this story is absolutely insane, and I don't know how I haven't heard of it. So this is the legend of Robert Johnson. Dun, mm. dun, dun. It's not a very thrilling title, sorry. <laughs> but that's yeah, his name, like, so. Robert Johnson. <laughs> Robert Johnson. Really lead me Probably the most basic anything. name. 
in the whole world. But anywho, so I feel like we all pretty much have heard, like, you know, like heard of people selling their soul to the devil, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, very much so. Like, it's all around culture. And, you know, normally when we hear about it, it's like famous people selling their soul to the devil so they can be famous or rich or whatever, you know? Yeah. So, you know, there's obviously like so many like conspiracy theories about all these stars and stuff who sold their soul to the devil. But most of them just, you know, they don't really have a lot of like backup or proof to like prove anything. But one case in particular stands out from the rest and that is the case of robert johnson so who is robert johnson you might ask well it's this guy who was born on may 8th in 1911 so early 1900s and he i didn't didn't expect you to throw it back that far yeah i know well i didn't either actually when i like started studying this but yeah so 1911 and he is known today as a very famous American blues musician and songwriter. Um, Which I don't really listen to blues music, so I haven't really heard any of his songs, but I'm positive that if you do, like, listen to blues music, you definitely have heard his stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, His most famous songs were made in 1936 and 1937, and they display, like, a combination of singing, like, super cool guitar skills and songwriting talent. And actually, Robert Johnson ended up influencing generation after generation of musicians. Like, he's literally recognized as, like, one of the masters of blues, particularly in the style of Delta blues, which I did not look up what the difference is, and I definitely should have, but... (laughs) Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, I mean, from his career, he sounds like somebody who sold his soul. Right, right. Like, how did you do all that? You know? Right, right. So, not really anything is known about his life before his fame, because he was literally, like, a nobody. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, the only thing that we really do know is that his wife and child both died in childbirth around 1930. And after that happened, he was like, I'm devoting my life to guitar. Like, I don't have anything else to live for but guitar. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I respect that. That's. I know. I was like, you know, shout out to him for, you know, being able to move on at least. Yeah. Because um, that's really tragic. But um, so early in his career, he was a traveling performer who played mostly like on street corners and in juke joints, and at Saturday night dances, which obviously we don't have these things today, but they were very popular back in the 1920s. Um, I mean, a juke joint? That right. sounds like fun, honestly. Oh, no, I, excuse me. Juke joints and Saturday night dances? Like, please, I'm trying to go right now. Right. Like, yeah. Right. But the issue with this, you know, the issue with him, like, saying he's devoting his life to guitar, um, he couldn't really play the guitar at all. <laughs> Oh my god, he's starting fresh and he <laughs> Yeah. He's like, Yeah, I'm gonna pick something random for me to do the mm-hmm. rest of my life. Well he had been a performer, but he was like more well known for playing the harmonica. Okay. Like he was like a very good harmonica player and that's like mm-hmm. what he would do like on the street and stuff. But then like once his wife and kid died, he was like, You know what? No, I'm I'm learning guitar. But he wasn't very good. So, <laughs> you know. But Fun fact, we'll get um, we'll get more into the backstory, but fun fact, Robert Johnson only ever participated in two recording ses- sessions in a studio. Is that Are not insane? Two, he went to a studio two times, but that's not even the most crazy part. Do you know how many songs he wrote in those two, the two little sessions? 29. I thought that was insane. Oh my God. Like, how yeah, did he literally... Is there even time? I just don't know. But that he did it, so hmm. that's crazy. Um, so the bluesman named Sun House, who was a contemporary like student of Robert Johnson, um, he said that when he knew Robert, and this is where we can verify like he didn't really know how to play the guitar. So mm-hmm. this guy named Sun House said that when he knew Robert, he could play the harmonica, like, so, so, so well. Like, had never heard anybody play the harmonica that well. But he literally could barely even strum the guitar. 
Like Wow. So, but then, randomly, out of the blue, Robert Johnson disappears for three weeks. <gasps> oh, dun, no. Dun, dun. So, the legend says that Robert Johnson took his guitar to the crossroads of highways 49 and 61 in Clarksdale, Mississippi, and walked down the crossroads at the stroke of midnight, and that's where he found the devil on this bridge. That is the connection to your story. <laughs> so, oh, just like finding the devil. <laughs> yeah, like on a bridge. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Anywho. It was probably the goat man. It could be. No, it literally, different... literally, what if it was the goat man? <laughs> I mean, different bridge though, right? Yeah, not, yeah, not, <laughs> not goat man bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so when he found the devil on the road, um, he allegedly offered to tune his guitar in exchange for his soul. And, you know, like, obviously not just, like, tuning the guitar. Like, tuning the guitar with his magic devil powers. That would make him really good. So, Robert, he was like, I mean, what do I have to lose at this point? So, he said yes. And sold his soul to the devil. And then he returned back to his town. And he was so, 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 so much more improved at guitar. Um, and right after he returned from that is actually when he went to the studio to record those two sessions and he had all those 29 songs already. So like pretty much like immediately this, like the devil took power over him and was like putting out all this music. Okay. Yeah. Like how, how do you do that? Like how? Like zero to a Like, I'm so sorry, but like, if you just take the devil out of this, how, how did he do that? Like, I'm, like, how do you explain it without the devil? <laughs> like, mm. I was just trying to think about it. I don't know. Like, I don't know. So. Yeah, ins- inspiration just hit him. Right. <laughs> real hard and real quick. So, um, so after these two studio recordings, this is when he, his career completely took off and he went from performing on the street to performing in sold out clubs and bars all over town. So two years after his career took off, two years after he, you know, had the run-in with the devil, um, in 1938, Robert Johnson would die under very, very mysterious circumstances. So he Um, had a very huge performance at this party one night. uh And immediately after the party, after, like, he performed and stuff, he became very 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 sick and ended up dying just four days later so the rumors were that robert had made moves on the wife of the owner of like the place that he was playing and so the owner offered him this already open bottle of whiskey and his death was presumed to be due to strychnine poisoning definitely did not say that right but some kind of poisoning and pneumonia so okay Honestly, I feel like I've read that word before, though, what yeah. you're trying to say. Yeah, I, I didn't look I, it up, but yeah. some kind of poisoning. Some, yeah, some sort of kind of like poison that you can put in alcohol. Yes. But yeah. Yes. Um, so, okay. but what is really the significance of this? Um, well, the significance is that Robert Johnson died at the age of 27. Which is okay. I was waiting for you to say that. I <laughs> knew you were gonna say twenty-seven. <laughs> Why is it always twenty-seven? Yes. Okay, okay. So, um, this is a bogo. We got to buy one get one special offer this week, y'all. We're getting two stories in one. So obviously, I really think Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil. But we're also gonna talk about the conspiracy theory of the twenty-seven club. <laughs> so. I, oh my god, the 27 Club is just... It's insane. Too crazy for me. I know. It's, it's I don't even know a lot about it, though, so I'm glad you're talking about it. Cause. Yes, well, let me give you the information. So, um, the 27 Club is known very widely, and mostly in the music industry. So, um, the so it's a conspiracy theory that pretty much says um, those who sell their soul to the devil to gain fame, money, or whatever they want. Like, you know, some that you always have to want something in exchange, obviously, to sell your soul. So um, the price that they pay for that 
is that they will get whatever they want, but that they're like time will run out when they're 27. And that's when they have to go like back to the devil. Is there like a reason why it's 27 or that's just. No, there's not a reason why it's 27. Hmm. Just, it's just what it is. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. So I know this sounds. Oh, geez, that's crazy. Because I'm just like. I know. We're I'm approaching. Close to I know. That. I'm like, like, we're quickly approaching that age. <laughs> no, but it sucks because it's like some people have had all this stuff by then and I'm <laughs> okay well let's really. not let's not sell our souls to the devil <laughs> I mean I'm close to it no I'm just kidding <laughs> I'm not gonna do that but <laughs> okay but I mean I don't know if this podcast suddenly pops off right Maybe if it pops why. off you know we wink wink we'll, we'll have a limited our time listeners will to, know <laughs> we'll, yeah they'll know we have a limited time to mm-hmm. make enough episodes we better hurry it up right <laughs> that's so funny but I know what I just literally said, like just the definition of just like selling your soul to the devil and that exchanges you to have 27 years of life is literally, it just sounds so crazy, like just an absolute crazy conspiracy theory. But yeah. if you look at some of the examples of people who are rumored to be in the 27 club, it's just like the odd, like what are the coincidence of all of this? So others who have tragically died at the age of 27 who have also been suspected and accused of having sold their soul to the devils to gain fame specifically in music are Jimi hendrix janis joplin jim morrison kurt cobain and amy winehouse now you tell me you don't know who all those people are those are like the most famous household names of like artists like we all know their songs we all know all of their stuff and like yeah. these people were like kind of troubled too, you know, like they just like, I don't know. I feel like they could have been at a point where they were just like, we need to get famous no matter what. So mm-hmm. was it because they sold their soul to the soulmate? Their soul to the devil? Maybe. I, okay. I really Can know. I interject with something real quick? Of course. Um, do you know how old Harry Styles is right now? He's 27. Yeah. <laughs> um, Listen, my man Harry. He's got a few months. My man Harry would never sell his soul to the devil. Okay. I mean, and I know that for a fact. I don't. I don't actually. We'll see. We'll see. I don't yeah, know we'll when's see. his birthday. February first. All right. So we got. We're getting. We're getting close to the finish line, guys. <laughs> yeah. Just to make if he sure. makes it past, then we're good to go. Yeah. Then we're completely <laughs> solid. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Okay, and also another part of the 27 Club conspiracy that I find really, really weird and interesting is that most of the people in the 27 Club were found deceased, all having a plain white lighter in their pocket or around them. So today, people like literally say like all plain white lighters like are a curse. Like you do not want to be caught having a white lighter because that means like you could die. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know. I think that's just like a little superstitious, but I'm personally also yeah. not going to risk that ever. So, yeah, true. I don't know. I feel like putting them both together is it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Also, I I listed like five people who are in the 27 Club. There are literally so many. I could sit here for hours and talk about how many other artists ha- or have like died at 27 yeah. after being very, very, very famous and have been accused of selling their soul to the devil. So mm-hmm. if you want to know and more just, about that, just look it up because it's everywhere. Yeah. And I, I've known about this for like sort of a while now, but it's so weird being sort of close to that age. And it I'm like, really these is. people really died so young. Yeah, right. Because I, I, I used I to think like 27, like, oh, that's kind of old. Like, no, girly, we're going to be there in just a few short right. years. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's really sad. It's but, so sad. And, like, they just had so much going for them. Well, like, yeah. They gave it. The devil gave them all. The day, well, maybe. The maybe. <laughs> gave it all to them. Right. So, obviously, I've been talking a lot about reasons why we think these people have sold their soul to the devil. But we're going to go back to Robert Johnson. Um, right. There are also arguments for Robert Johnson to prove that they like were they absolutely did not sell their soul to the devil and that they were just talented, hardworking people. Um, 
Robert Johnson's stepsister is one person who has, like, been very vocal about, like, the subject. Um, her name is Annie Anderson, and she was 12 years old when Robert died. And oh. so, like, he, she had, like, grown up, like, listening to him play, like, when he was, like, in his prime. So, right. Right. It's really sad. But, um... One major, her, like, biggest point of proof that she has that the story just isn't true is that she said Robert, nor any other black man, would be caught walking down the crossroads at midnight because they would not be found again if they did that. So, I I mean, that, I can't lie, makes a lot of sense. This was, you know, in the 1930s, this was a different time, and racism was very, very much so thriving back then, like, so... I mean, I I mean, that's a really big point. Like, I don't really know why he would be walking on the road out there. Like, people could be out there, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. It really is. I, hmm. Yeah, that's another sad thing to think about. Yeah, very sad. It's, like, too real. Um, really. Hmm. Um. So, also, Annie said that apparently Robert's mother had, like, raised him. And, like, she was just very, very much so believed very strongly in hoodoo and spells. And Annie said that Robert like, has been baptized, and he, like, believed in that stuff as well. So, theoretically, like, the baptism should have stopped him from ever being able to make a deal with the devil. And I guess that's just, like, kind of what their, like, religious beliefs are. I don't really know if that's, like, true or, like, I mean, I personally, I don't know. I just don't know. (laughs) But that's what, that's what she said um, Hmm. about that. Yeah, I didn't realize that. No, me neither. If you're baptized, you can't. <laughs> right. Which I feel like is, I don't know. I feel like the devil's, you know, pretty strong energy force. Like, he might be able to trick you. He's a little evil thing. Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. So, and also, Annie Anderson has, like, three books written about this. So, I did a deep, deep dive into it because I kind of do believe that he... Sold his soul to the devil, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, she still never says, like, anything about, like, what he was doing when he disappeared for those three weeks. Like, what was he doing? Like, he was he right. getting, like, guitar lessons from, like, the best guitarists in the world? Like, why wouldn't he just say that? You know? <laughs> like, what, what was he doing? Yeah. How did he get that good at guitar? Like, it wasn't like he already had talent. Like, he, he could barely strum the guitar, and then he went from barely strumming the guitar to today, this man is in the Grammy Hall of Fame for being, like, one of the first, like, Delta Blues, like, the best. Like, that's insane. He, he just, if he didn't, if he didn't actually do the deal or whatever, he was probably sitting there playing guitar nonstop for, like, the whole thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like, maybe. And maybe that's what he did, but, like, I don't know. I just don't know. Could be, could not be. So, with all of this being said, I guess we will never really know what happened if Robert really did make a deal with the devil or did he just really go practice real hard till his fingers were bleeding, like that one song says. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. So, I don't know. What do you think, Savannah? I don't know because, like, it is really hard when people say, oh, like, they sold their soul to the devil and, like, their families are like, no, they would never do that. Yeah. But also... I mean, you kind of don't really know if they would, right? Right. right. Like, how I do hate... you how do you know they wouldn't? Because mm-hmm. also, like, you don't know what that... right, and you also don't know what the devil's offering them. Like, yeah. Like, for example, like yeah. if somebody in my family was like hurt or something, and the devil came up to me and was like, "I'll save them," I would be like, mm, "Well, I would at least consider it." Yeah. You know, like yeah, exactly. you don't know what he could be offering. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> I just don't know. But it is super yeah. weird. <laughs> whatever whatever uh, happened to Robert, I would love to know. Because if he didn't make a deal with the devil, maybe I need to go do what he did for those three weeks <laughs> so I can get famous. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But that is the legend hmm. of Robert Johnson and also a little bit of the 27 Club. So. Yeah. That's hey. crazy. I know. Hmm. So crazy. Also, no, people... I don't know. Oh, I ahead. always hate when people like just speak for other people like on their I behalf know. after their day. I know. It's like if somebody said that about me, it's like you don't know me. Don't right. Know. Right. I right. oh my god. What you mean like about the devil or about his like stepsister? Um I mean either. Both like <laughs> Well, people thought know. that he sold his soul to the devil before he died, too. 
Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. So, mm. well, I don't know. I just don't know. But, um, hmm, the, the whole to... 27 Club thing oh. is just insane to me, too. Because oh, it's yeah. just like such a random number. It almost. is a random number. I feel like it probably means something. I just didn't look it up. But what I was going to say is that people were really, really, really suspecting that Mac Miller was going to be in the 27 Club. Yeah. Um, and that he sold his soul to the devil to become famous. But he tragically died at the age of 26. So I mm-hmm. don't think he sold his soul to the devil. <laughs> because he wasn't mm-hmm. 27. You know? I mean, I feel <laughs> like, isn't it more likely for it to be real if he, like, ended it earlier than later? Maybe, I mean, or no. Maybe. Maybe, I don't know. Well, I guess no, honestly, because I think if you actually did sell your soul, the devil would, like, keep the deal. Yeah, like, he would would keep track, I feel like. You know, he's got the log written out. Yeah. (laughs) That's at least what I imagine. Yeah. (laughs) The devil in hell. (laughs) It's like Santa Claus. He's going through the list and checking it twice. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm just picturing a vision in my head. Um, I could draw if I had talent. So... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway, enough devil talk for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, go check out our Instagram for some pics. There are pictures of Robert Johnson with his little guitar that allegedly the de- the devil himself tuned. So that's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Very, very interesting. Um, and there will be a goat man picture. I don't goat really know man. which one, but there's no real pictures. There are <laughs> there's some random pictures circulating. Oh, we love, we stand Goatman. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah. what if Robert Johnson talked to Goatman on that I mean, bridge? He could have. He could have. Crazy. Mm-hmm. But I suppose that's really all I have for this week. What about you, Savannah? Yeah, that's it. All righty, guys. Well, we shall see you next week. Okay. Cue the music. <laughs>